Facebook leads the industry in stopping bad actors online. That's because they've invested $13 billion in teams and technology to enhance safety over the last five years. It's working. In just the past few months, they've taken down 1.7 billion fake accounts to stop bad actors from doing harm. But working to reduce harmful and illicit content on their platforms is never done. Learn more about how they're helping people connect and share safely at about.fb.com safety. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Wait a minute. I've heard that before. That's the note Jeremy wrote to me in my yearbook in the sixth grade. How'd you even know that? Because it's from Geico. Yeah, yeah wait, here it is. Dear Luke, have a great summer. P.S. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Love, Jeremy. Geico's had this tagline for years because we help save people money. So wait, you're saying Jeremy copied you? <laughs> yeah, that actually does sound like something the J-Man would do. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Morning. Morning. This show contains mature content. Listener discretion is advised. Are you ready to get your mind blown? One angry New York City Puerto Rican decided to start a radio show. Determined to piss the world off by shoving a mirror in front of society's face. He kicked them in the balls. What are you? Who are you? This is the Crotch Shot Radio Show. Crotch Shot Radio Show. Hey guys, hey, um, yes, let me cut it short. Um, yeah, uh, 32BJ, which is a union, um, they're having a town hall with Bernie Sanders, so I figured I'd stream it live to you guys, and you guys could give me some, uh, some questions to ask in this chat, so I'm streaming it now. ...of working families in this country, often at the side of SEIU. Uh, when I ran for president four years ago, I said that every worker in this country who works at least 40 hours a week should not be living in poverty. We've got to raise that minimum wage to $15 an hour. Yeah. And four years ago, there weren't a whole lot of us who said that. And we were thought to be very radical ideas. Yeah, how's about well, we now talk about all the, the businesses that closed down since they uh, instituted that shit? Done. How many Seven people are out of work? Passed legislation not earning anything. Minimum wage to 15 bucks an hour, as has the U.S. House of Representatives. If president, if elected president of the United States, we will raise the minimum wage to at least $15 an hour in every state in this country. Huh. In terms of workers' rights, what we're also going to do is make sure that women no longer make 80 cents on the dollar compared to men. That's a myth. That's a myth. For equal work. Thirdly, and very importantly, we have introduced the most comprehensive labor law reform legislation in the modern history of this country. I believe that one of the reasons that we have seen a decline in the middle class in this country over the last 45 years, and why we have seen so much income and wealth inequality, is that there have been fierce attacks against workers who have wanted to join unions. What our legislation says, among many other things, number one, if 50% of the workers in a bargaining unit plus one sign a card, sign a card that they want to join a union, they have a union. If the employer refuses to negotiate a first contract, that employer, that company, will be severely penalized. Furthermore, what we do is end, abolish, 
Section 14B of the Taft-Hartley Act, which allows for right-to-work states. That's gone. No more right-to-work. I also happen to believe that health care is a human right, and I've been fighting for a long time with more Yeah, and more but who's going to fucking pay for it, asshole? This country so you're for, so, so fucking theft system. is a human right. I believe that in terms of education, all of our people, regardless of their income, have the right to get the education their dreams require. And that means we make public colleges and universities tuition free. Yeah, who's going to pay Just for that? Just a moment ago, I talked to a woman here in the SEIU union who is training to be a psychiatrist. She has $600,000 in debt. I mean, it's insane. We are going to cancel student debt in America through a modest tax on Wall Street <laughs> speculation. Furthermore, I happen to believe that climate change is a massive threat to our country. To my nuts. I strongly support the Green New Deal, strongly support Im comprehensive immigration reform, and comprehensive criminal justice reform. So I look forward to discussing these issues uh, with you. Thank you, Senator Sanders, very much. I want to get right into our first question, and that will come from Terrence Wise, um, a McDonald's worker from Kansas City, Missouri, and a leader in the Fight for 15 that you know so much about. Um, welcome, Terrence. Thank you, thank you. Good evening, everyone. Senator Sanders, good to be in your presence again. Um, my name is Terrence Wise, and I'm a McDonald's worker from Kansas City, Missouri. Been a leader in the Fight for 15 in a union and stand-up KC for the past seven years. We've been fighting not only to win the 15 everyone's talking about, but we got to win this union. I got to win a union, Senator Sanders, so that my daughters never have to be homeless again, that my family never have to skip meals again. My daughters should have I got a fucking better idea. How's about you fucking work hard and get and a better job? Get this. When we win this like, union. why are you having now, kids if you can't fucking afford them in the first place? In the fight for 15 in the past, uh, Blue Rainer. I don't expect you to remember him, Senator Sanders. And he talked about what seems like a wild concept, but not to us, of being able to come together at industry-wide bargaining tables. You know, not organizing shop by shop, you know, how we used to build unions, but to be able to come together across different companies on a united front and sit down and negotiate better working conditions for workers across the board. Now, what we're trying to do is bring members of government, workers, and employers together at one table to negotiate wages, benefits, and working conditions. If elected President Sanders, how will you make that a reality? Well, Terrence, first of all, let me congratulate you. And I, I, I say this, you know, you know, from my heart, is you guys are heroes. Right? You ah! have stood up ah! for workers all over this country, and as a result of your effort now, millions of workers are earning better wages. That's what you guys did. So congratulations. What you are talking about is sectorial, sectoral bargaining, which exists, uh, many people don't know it exists uh, in Europe. And what you're talking about is the fact that there should be at least minimal standards in industry after industry, whether it's the fast food industry, whether it's the construction industry, whether it's nursing, whatever it may be. And I believe in that. And we have put that into... Uh, the proposals that we have in order to improve workers' rights. So as you indicated, and I think you summarized it very well, it's a question of bringing 
workers, unions, employers, government, the relevant government agencies together to hammer out what is at least minimal standards. Now, the unions will go above that. But I do want to see in sector after sector at least minimal standards for our working people. So we very strongly support sectorial bargaining. Thank you, Senator DeSantis. And thank you again for the extraordinary work you guys have done. You've taken this country a long way in a few years. That's what Fight for 15 has done. Congratulations. Thank you, Terrence. Nice seeing you. <laughs> um, thank you, Senator. Um, our next question is from Yurong Zhang, a graduate worker at Loyola University in Chicago, Illinois. Thank you, Senator Sanders, for taking the time to be with us today. My name is Yaron Zhang, and I'm a graduate worker at Loyola University of Chicago. I come from an immigrant household, and so I was raised to believe that higher education is the path to a better life, but I am struggling to make it. Due to low wages, I've had to skip meals and doctor's appointments, um, and I've had to take on two or three extra jobs just to cover my living expenses. As a result, I face departmental backlash because I've been told that having an outside job means that my PhD is clearly not a priority. But when my coworkers and I came together to organize and form our union so that we could make a change in our working conditions, so that we could have a voice on the job, our university administration used the legal system against us to ensure that we don't get a seat at the bargaining table. Um, and this is a national phenomenon. We've seen grads even today taking direct action at the NLRB to ensure that our rights are protected as workers. As a woman of color in a white male dominated field, I am already viewed as not belonging. Yeah, but well, maybe because you have a fucking nose ring. Wealthy, or for those I'm who a can person of color. To I'm fund Asian. This like expensive hobby. <laughs> Universities love to tout their co commitments to diversity without recognizing the financial what inaccessibility What the fuck does your race have to, to do with anything? This is that victimhood so, bullshit Sanders, that I keep talking racism about. Racism has always been embedded in racism. our economy. Racism! And Shuck it's not dick. different in our higher education system. You know where you can earn a lot of money? Obtaining a college education is often... No, I'm tired of this fucking of victimhood mentality. Our academic Poor me, because I'm, I'm a minority. A Eat a dick. So what is your plan to address racism in our economy and in the higher education system in general? How can, how can you legislate and that? In the higher how do you legislate that? Well, thank you very much, Yaron, for your question. How you've you? asked about 10 different questions in there. So let me just try to summarize... Um, some of uh, what you... How do you legislate that? that how do you legislate what's in people's uh, hearts? Huh? For a start... How do you even prove uh, someone's a racist? We have strongly supported really? over the years virtually all of Unless the organizing efforts on campuses... Unless they call you a gook or a nigger or a spick to your face. Professors. Like, I, you know, the more I look into that issue, and I've had the opportunity to talk to adjunct professors, I cannot believe the level of exploitation uh, that exists... Many of them are earning terribly low wages. They don't have health care. They They're not even guaranteed uh, the number of classes that they will teach. So as somebody who, as I just mentioned, has introduced sweeping labor law reform, I want to see adjunct professors be able to become organized uh, and to end that terrible exploitation that universities 
uh, are now engaging in. Number two, you talk about student debt. I was astounded, if I may divert a moment. A number of months ago, I was, uh, did a rally with the candidate I was supporting. It was held at a, a, junior, a, a community college in California. Beautiful new college. And the president of the college came up to me and we chatted a bit. And she said, oh, by the way, we're very proud that we've just established an emergency food shelf here on campus. I didn't know what the hell she was talking about. It never occurred to me that people going to college were having difficulty getting the food that they needed. And of course, it turned out that it's true not only in California, it turned out to be true in Vermont. I didn't know this. So the idea that we have graduate students now who have a very heavy workload in front of them having to worry about whether they can feed themselves, hmm. having to work two or three go jobs. To school I don't know how you do the studies and when you work two or three jobs. People that go into the trades. So in that aspect, let me say this. We are going to make all public colleges and universities tuition free. We are going to substantially increase Pell Grants, work study programs, and other forms of financial aids to the HBCUs and to all colleges in America so that anybody who wants an education, higher education, graduate school, will be able to do so regardless of the income of his or her family. And we're going to impose a slight little tax on Wall Street speculation that will also cancel all student debt in America. All right, millions of people are having outrageous levels of debt that is very oppressive of them. They can't get married, they can't have kids. We're gonna cancel all of that with a tax on Wall Street speculation. Terms of racism, uh, you are absolutely right. Racism is systemic in America. It covers every area of our lives. It's not just education. Mm. It mm. is healthcare, mm. where we are seeing I've uh, never black experienced racism, and I'm browner than her. That white mothers, uh, as they give birth to babies, infant mortality rate much higher in the black community uh, than in the white community. Young people leaving college deeply in debt, much more so in the African American community than in the white community. A wealth gap of 10 to 1 between white families and black families. So we are going to address the issue. We're going to tackle the issue of systemic racism, which exists in all forms of our society, and do what Dr. King wanted us to do, is to create a society where we judge people upon who they are, not the color of their skin. But it's not only African-Americans. We have now the demonization of the Latino community. Uh, we have the demonization of the Muslim community. So we have a lot of work to do to end racism and discrimination in this country. And as president, I will lead that effort. Thank you very much, Senator. We're going to um, take one last question um, from the phone lines, and that's going to be from LaShawn Williamson from um, Seattle, Washington. Mm. Um, LaShawn, are you here with us? Can we um, hear from LaShawn Williamson from Seattle, Washington? Maybe we lost her. Uh -huh. um, let, let's try Anna Pluman from Washington State. 
Yes, I think I we got, got some one. Anna. <laughs> Anna, do you want to let us yes, know what I'm... local you're from? <laughs> yes, I'm from uh, SEIU 775. Right on. What is your question? Right. <laughs> well, uh, hi, Bernie. Hi, Anna. You rock. Thank you. <laughs> Great that I'm able to speak to you in person. I lived in the Netherlands, Bernie, for 30-plus years. And I benefited from the great healthcare system there. Then why didn't you my husband and I both, my husband is Dutch. My husband and I both so uh, paid um, circa 130 euros a month for our healthcare. There was a 385, <clears throat> excuse me, 385 euro a year de deductible. And I'm wondering what you think about Medicare for all with a payment, a co-payment per person of $100 per month. And for those who couldn't afford it, then a subsidy. And that's my question to you. With all Anna, uh, I believe that there is something terribly wrong when the United States is the only major country on earth not to guarantee health care to all people is a human right. Yeah, well, about you the talked about Holland. I live 50 miles away from Canada. They manage to mm -hmm. provide health care to all their people. And as you know, it exists throughout Europe and many other parts of the world. But you want to give it to fucking illegals, too. I believe and have helped lead the fight. You want to give it to fucking illegals, too. Like, what everyone the fuck? is debating right now that. is my legislation for Medicare for all. And let me just tell you, you what it does. You got people that with it What it work. does do is ends all premiums in this country. It ends all co-payments. It ends all deductibles. It ends all out-of-pocket expenses. It limits the amount of money anyone has to pay for prescription drugs to $200 a year because it's going to take on the crooks in the pharmaceutical industry who are ripping off the American people. It Say expands Medicare to, new, to include uh, home health care, drugs, dental then. care, hearing aids, and eyeglasses. And the way we pay for it is out of the general tax base in a progressive way. Yeah. It sounds yeah, to me that we might be able to do a little bit better tax. than you did in Holland. Because one of the proposals that we have is that we would exempt the first $29,000 of taxation, of income in taxation, have a 4% income tax. So if you make $60,000 a year, you're paying on 31000 at 4%. That's a little over $1,200 a year. That's it. And for that 1200 bucks, you get comprehensive health care that you take with you any place you want. You go to any doctor you want. You go to any hospital that you want. I happen not to believe in copayments because I think copayments will discourage some people from going to the doctor when they should. So we are building on what the Canadians do, and they don't have any copayments. They don't have any premiums. Yeah, but they die waiting for a fucking doctor. But at the end of the day... There is something insane about the current system where we are spending twice as much as the people of any other country. 87 million people are uninsured or underinsured. 30,000 die each and every year. And 500,000 people go bankrupt because of medical bills. That is absurd. So we're going to take, take on the drug companies. We're going to take on the insurance companies. And we're going to do what the American people want. Medicare for all. Guarantee health care to every man, woman, and child as a human right. Thank you, Senator. And thank you, Anna, for that question. I really appreciate it. 
Um, Senator Sanders, you have a few minutes for closing remarks. Okay, thanks a lot, Val. And I very much appreciate this opportunity to talk to the members of your great union. Uh, I have worked with SEIU for a number of years on a number of issues. Uh, and at the end of the day, this is where we are right now. We are a nation which has more income and wealth inequality than at any time since the 1920s. You got three people owning more wealth than the bottom half of America. You got working people, as we've heard tonight, people working two or three jobs while almost all new income and wealth is going to the top 1%. As President of the United States, I will end that. We're going to have a government that works for workers and not just the 1% and not just wealthy campaign contributors. All right, number two, what we are trying to do, which is the heart and soul of what the trade union movement is about, is we understand that if you take on Wall Street and the drug companies and the insurance companies and the fossil fuel industry, we didn't talk about climate change, which is a huge, huge issue. If we want to end the racist and broken criminal justice system and the disgraceful immigration system and move to comprehensive immigration reform, we have to take on very, very powerful economic forces now who benefit from the exploitation of workers. Yeah. So Build what we the are wall, trying to do in this There won't be anyone to exploit. Not only win the Democratic nomination, I think we stand a good chance to do that. Not only defeat the most dangerous president in American Shut history, Donald Trump, and I think all the polls seem to think that we've got a good chance to do that. Hmm. But we are trying to build an unprecedented grassroots so movement so of so millions of dick. working people. Trump is trying to divide us up based on the color of our skin, based on where we were born, based Bullshit. on our religion, based on our sexual orientation. Bullshit. We are doing exactly the opposite. We are bringing people together. By the no, you're not. You're really not. A government and an economy because he has done none of those of things, and not just the very wealthy. So I look forward uh, to continue working uh, with SCIU uh, as we grow that movement, so that we can, in the richest country in the history of the world, make sure that every man, woman, and child in our nation has a decent standard of living. Uh, SCIU, thank you so much for the great work you're doing. And thank you, um, Senator. Um, thank you to Maria Martinez, Terrence Wise, Yaron, and Anna for those um, thought-provoking um, introduction and questions. Um, and thank you again, Senator Sanders. We really are um, pleased that you were able to come and talk to our members and for the work that you've been doing for many, many years. Well, thank so we really you very much, Val. Appreciate it. it. So that's all the time we have for our senator tonight. Um, we want to take care of a little bit of internal business now. Thank you for joining us, Senator. Um, and I'd like to ask for our participants to stay on the line because we're going to spend a little time amongst ourselves evaluating what we just heard and um, kind of use the same questions that we use in our unions for That's enough of that shit. No, I am really getting fucking tired of it. Like, their side, they use heavy amounts of uh, fucking identity politics. 
what has he how has he harmed people of race color religion or sexuality can they don't give a fucking example at all ever they 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 can't name not one fucking thing but we're going to give them free shit we're going to charge all these people charge all these people you know how easy for them uh, for wall street to just pick up a lot of people to just pick up and get the fuck out and just not do business here anymore <clears throat> should there like honestly how's about we reenact Glass-Steagall how's about we do that first before we do anything else before we start tax 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 that's their only thing is to tax 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 but as we see over and over and over and over and over again you keep taxing 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 it doesn't fix you can't fix the issue by fucking taxing the hell out of everything and I'm sorry we cannot make any concessions when it comes to fucking illegal immigration you can't just come sneak in here and expect to have everything handed to you. I am so fucking sick of these goddamn unions. And I've had a problem with this union. Because I've been, a, I'm, a, I'm a member of this union. Let me not, let, fuck it. You wanna, you wanna fucking, not, like, you know, you can't help. Uh, uh, citizens out with anything but hell if you're a fucking illegal immigrant they'll fucking roll out the red carpet like yes we'll help you but when you like need some some help like with your landlord and shit like oh we, we don't cover that we don't cover that no we cover you sneaking into this country so you can stay here illegally suck my dick So anyways, that's that's all I got. Um like to thank everyone for listening to this special quick episode. Just wanted to get this shit out there. And uh yeah. And that's the end of my show, Donk. Help the Crowd Shot Radio Show grow and thrive by doing something you already do. Shop on Amazon. Amazon always has great deals for whatever you are looking for. From survivalists and riot gear to beanie babies. Next time you're going to shop at Amazon, use my link. The prices stay the same, but I get credit for the sale. Just go to tinyurl.com slash B and just shop normally knowing that you're helping support the Crowd Shot Radio Show. That's tinyurl.com slash B. Facebook leads the industry in stopping bad actors online. That's because they've invested $13 billion in teams and technology to enhance safety over the last five years. It's working. In just the past few months, they've taken down 1.7 billion fake accounts to stop bad actors from doing harm. But working to reduce harmful and illicit content on their platforms is never done. 
Learn more about how they're helping people connect and share safely at about.fb.com safety. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Wait a minute. I've heard that before. That's the note Jeremy wrote to me in my yearbook in the sixth grade. How'd you even know that? Because it's from Geico. Yeah, yeah wait, here it is. Dear Luke, have a great summer. P.S. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Love, Jeremy. Geico's had this tagline for years because we help save people money. So wait, you're saying Jeremy copied you? <laughs> yeah, that actually does sound like something the J-Man would do. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.